Hi there, this is Harry and welcome to my podcast where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language so that you can communicate in a much better and effective way with your colleagues, your friends. You can handle that job interview. You can learn about phrasal verbs, other expressions, improve your grammar, pronunciation, whatever it is, whatever your objective is, we're here to help. Okay, so what are we going to cover in the podcast today? Well, in the podcast today, we're going to talk about challenges, okay? Talking about challenges, words and phrases connected with challenges. And challenges are things that we face every day. They can be difficulties, they can be problems, but overall, they are challenges that we have to face. So, talking about challenges. So, let me give you the words and phrases I have, and then I'll give you examples. And if you have any questions, of course, you can contact me directly and I'll give you my contact details at the end of the podcast. Okay, talking about challenges. To take the plunge, to raise the bar, no end in sight, a setback, to put obstacles in the way, teething problems, to hit rock bottom, to map out a problem on the right track, and then finally to build momentum, to build momentum. Okay, let's take them one at a time. So, the first one, to take the plunge. Well, if you go to a sauna, usually outside a sauna, they have what they call a plunge pool, which is a pool you jump into after you come out the sauna, usually very, very cold weather, and to take the plunge means to, to jump. Okay, so when you come out the sauna, you jump into the plunge pool, it cools you down, and in you go to the sauna again. So, plunge means to go down quite deeply. So, when we take the plunge, usually it means we jump into something, uh, hypothetically, of course, or metaphorically, we jump into something without really looking or without really thinking or without knowing what the consequences might be. Okay? We use to take the plunge as an expression when somebody's getting married. Ah, yeah, my son, he's getting married. He's 32. He's left it a little bit late, but he's finally taking the plunge, meaning he's jumping in feet first or where, whichever direction into marriage. Okay, so to take the plunge. Or you might decide that you're going to quit your job and going to go back to university to study. You say, ah, I've decided to take the plunge. I'm going to quit the job. I've been moaning about it for weeks and weeks. I'm going to go back and get that uh, degree I always promised myself. Okay, so to take the plunge, to decide to do something you've been thinking about or you've been putting off or you've been delaying for a while perhaps, and then you finally take the plunge. Okay, so jump in. Okay, who goes first? So it's always a little bit of nervousness as to who jumps first. Take the plunge. Okay, next, to raise the bar. We're not talking about the bar. You go for the beer, of course, but the bar is a metal rod or stick that we use for measurement. Okay, so, you know, if you are into athletics and you watch two particular athletics events like the high jump, or the pole vault, they both have a metal bar. And this bar measures the height at which you jump for the high jump or the height at which you jump when you're t doing the pole vault. And every time you succeed, they raise the bar a fraction, another couple of centimeters, to test you to see where you are. And the, the bar indicates 
who wins or who loses. You knock off the bar, you fail, and you have to get over cleanly, okay? So when we talk about raising the bar, it's raising our level of expectations. It's raising the target that we have, okay? So we could use it, and they often use it from a business context and say, okay, we've done really well in the last one year, two years, whatever period they're talking about, but now it's time to raise the bar. We really have to go for something really dynamic here. We can really make a difference in this marketplace, so let's raise the bar. Or perhaps some team, your favourite football team, has really improved. They've signed three or four top-class players, and they really want now to challenge for the premiership or the the la liga whatever they're, they're going for so they've raised the bar they've raised the level of expectation so you've got these four or five really good players so the expectations of the owners of the club the manager of the team the spectators the fans is that you're really going to challenge to win trophies so you've raised the bar to raise the bar set your sights a little higher set your sights on something that you might find difficult to achieve a challenge but yes you can do it at the end of the day to raise the bar next no end in sight well this is a problem we have uh, and we all have faced when we have challenges problems difficulties whatever they might be that we just don't see an end to the problem yeah you figure out one part of the problem and there's another bit. You figure out that, and there's another bit. And you say, oh, I don't know. You throw your hands up to heaven and say, look, I just cannot see any end in sight to this problem. This is one difficulty after another. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, when there's no end in sight, it means for the foreseeable future, you don't see that this particular problem actually has an end. Yeah? Okay? So, constant problems, problems. If there's conflict in a country between two rebel forces and the news reporter is commentating on the events and he's standing in the center of the city with one of these hard hats on in case there's a rocket attack or something and he's telling the listeners as to what's happening and he said well this shelling or bombing has been going on for days now and there is no end in sight meaning they're not willing to sit down and try to reach a compromise or an agreement or a ceasefire. So at the moment, there seems to be no end in sight. So it's going to go on and on and on. Or there could be a legal battle between a company who wants to perhaps knock down a building in the city and uh, the local residents are opposed to this. And every time the company puts in a planning application, people appeal against it. And it's it's uh, upheld by the courts and the developer has to go back and try to revise his plans. But there seems to be no end in sight between his disagreement with the local residents. No end in sight. Next, we have a setback. Okay, and this we're using this as a noun, a setback. And a setback is a problem that has uh, arisen when you thought things were going along quite smoothly. Simple example of it would be somebody who is involved in a, an accident and they are taken to hospital. Perhaps they've broken their leg badly or they've got some injuries and the doctors uh, fix them up. And after two days, 
they say, ah, well, I think he's he's recovering well, but then the next day he develops some infection, so they have to tell the patient and the uh, friends, well, there's been a little setback in his recovery, so he was doing well, but now there's an infection, it's not serious, but it's going to take another couple of days, so we have to increase the antibiotics, so he's going to have to stay in hospital for a little longer, so there's been a setback in the recovery, okay? Or if you um, went for a job interview, you did well the first round, you got through to the second round, and then you're, you think there's a real opportunity, but then you s- receive n- bad news that they've selected somebody else, so a little bit of a setback in your in your expectations, a little bit of a setback in what you hoped would be the next step in your career. But you dust yourself down and you start all over again. So setback, something was going okay, but then something happens to interrupt that progress and we would refer to that as a setback. Next, to put obstacles in the way. Well, obstacles are usually blocks or barricades or barriers, something that prevents us from going forward, something that prevents us from moving. So big storm and a tree falls down and blocks the road. It's an obstacle, okay? And we often hear people say, don't put obstacles in the way. Now, they mean that metaphorically. So, you know, you're talking to your son or daughter about going to university and they say, oh, yeah, but I mightn't get the points of that course. And it's it's a four or five year course and I'm not so sure. And, you know, what if I don't and what if, I, you know, so they constantly put up obstacles, uh, negativity as to why they may or may not get it. And you say, look, Please, just focus on what you want to do. You want to do this course. You want to become a doctor or an engineer, whatever it is. So don't put obstacles in the way, okay? Look at the positive. Work a little bit harder. Make sure you get the points. One obstacle dealt with. Put in your application form now, and therefore you won't be you won't miss the deadline. Another obstacle out of the way. And if you have to get an apartment nearer to the university because it's a bit far away from here, well, that's something we will look at. So don't put obstacles in the way. So when we put obstacles in the way, it means we put up objections as to why something might not happen or why something won't happen. Okay, so constantly putting obstacles in the way. So if we go back to our previous explanation of setback, so when this doctor's told the patient that he was uh, had an infection and that he couldn't leave the hospital for a few days, that's a, an obstacle, okay? So it's an obstacle in the way of him getting back to full recovery. He has to stay in the hospital for a, another few days, okay? And if we talk about no end in sight where the developer was constantly fighting with the residents about the, his planning permission, so the residents continued to put obstacles in the way of the developer. They said, oh, well, we, we're not going to allow this to happen because there's no play area for our children. So then the developer says, okay, we'll include a play area for the children. And then the residents say, oh, yes, but there's not enough parking places for our cars. So the developer says, okay, we'll create some more parking spaces. So every time he comes up with a solution to a challenge or a problem, the residents put another obstacle in the way. Okay, some other block, something that will prevent him from completing what he wants to do. Okay, next, teething problems. 
Those of you who are parents or have been parents will remember those long, sleepless nights when your kids were young and they got their first teeth and the next set of teeth. They kept you awake all night, crying and screaming, and you'd have to soothe their red cheeks and help them to, to get to sleep. Okay, so they are real teething problems. They're literally the teeth that are coming down for the first time. So you understand what it means. So when we talk about a challenge as teething problems, then there are things that are a bit difficult, but eventually we will get over them. Okay, so we often talk about teething problems when we first move to a new house. And uh, when you go into the house, there's a few little things that don't work. Maybe the water doesn't work in the bathroom or the radiator doesn't work in the living room or the tiles on the floor haven't all been put down correctly. So your friends say, well, how's the new house? And you say, ah, yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. It's a great location. We're really happy. Few little teething problems, as you expect with a new house. We have to get the builders back to fix the heating. We have to get the builders back to put down a few tiles ceramic tiles in the kitchen or the bathroom whatever it might be these are the little teething problems that you would expect or if you're deciding to move to another country of course there will be teething problems understanding the language getting to know the regulatory framework in that country getting to know what you can and you cannot do all of these little teething problems that you come across when you move from country a to country B. Okay, next to hit rock bottom. Okay, well, rock is very hard, and when you hit rock bottom, usually you can't go any further. So if you drill down or dig down and you get rid of all the topsoil, and then you hit a base and you can't go any further because it's just solid rock. So to hit rock bottom means you've fallen as far as you can and you can't go any further. Okay, so good example would be the price of shares in the stock market. So let's take a, a company that was really doing well, some company selling the latest gadget, yes, a mobile phone that recognizes who you want to call by just your voice and you can dial straight away. So the shares of the company go up and up and up and people say oh this is a wonderful investment and then suddenly somebody discovers that actually the technology doesn't work okay so what happens the share price starts to fall and then it falls a bit further and then some more news comes out to say well we're going to have to withdraw the product from the market and suddenly the shares plummet they fall very quickly and then they reach a bottom because they can't fall really any further so they've hit rock bottom they've gone as f low as they can go and perhaps at that time it might be a good time to buy the shares because well they can't really fall much further but there's an opportunity for them to to increase or improve later if they develop the technology in the way they want it to okay so that's about share values you can hit rock bottom when you've had a really bad or difficult time so you know somebody close to you dies or you lose your job or some something happens in your life that really shakes you up a little bit and you just get very upset very nervous on the edge of a, a breakdown and your friends say oh I don't know what's going to to happen to Harry he's really going through some difficult times I think he's hit rock bottom now anyway everything that could happen has happened so when you've 
experienced all the sadness you can, you feel as low as you could possibly go, then you can say, yeah, I, I think I've hit rock bottom and it's not a, a good feeling. And that's when you need your friends around you to help you. So to hit, hit rock bottom means to go as low as you possibly can, okay? And then hopefully the only way then is up, okay? As the song says, the only way is up. So hit rock bottom as low as you can, and then hopefully you improve from there. To map out. Well, when we map out something, well, literally we can draw it. So that's what it used to mean. You get a pen and a pencil and you draw on a bit of paper and you map out the design, say, of the extension you want to build to your home. You map it out. Or if you want to give somebody directions how to get to your home or how to get to the office or wherever, you map it out. You show them, go down this street, turn left, get to the traffic lights, turn right, blah, 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 blah. And you map it out for them. Okay, so that's literally. But you can also map something out for somebody metaphorically. So you're in a meeting and you're talking to your boss or he's talking to you and your your colleagues are there and you're planning some marketing campaign. And the boss said, OK, look, I think what we need to do, we need to map out what we're going to do, how we're going to to take this uh, marketing exercise and be successful. So I'll give you each a task I want you to do. We'll map it out now. And then we'll meet again next week to see what progress we've made. So he literally tells A, this is what you're going to do, B, this is what you're going to do, and so on. So everybody in the room has a particular objective, a particular goal, and then the meeting is set for the, for the following week. So you map out a process, you map out a structure, you map out a marketing plan, you design, you draw, you agree to map out something. Okay, then on the right track, well, hopefully we're all on the right track eventually. Yeah, sometimes we are on the wrong track, but on the right track literally means like a train. On the right track, it's going from city A to city B. You're on the right track. So when somebody is not quite got the full answer, but they're getting there, you say, yeah, yeah, you're on the right track. So when I'm asking somebody a question and they're trying to give me the answer to the question so they're moving along, trying to answer it and say, yeah, 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 you're on the right track, just a little bit more, and then perhaps I will help them with the rest of the answers so they can get and achieve whatever they wanted to achieve. So when you're on the right track, you might not be at the final answer or decision, but you're getting there because you're making progress, okay? So if we are literally on the right track, we know the direction we're heading from city A to city B, okay? If we're on the right track metaphorically, we've got most of the answer or some of the answer and we just need to do a little bit more work, spend a little bit more time and bingo, we'll get it right. So to be on the right track. And finally, to build momentum. Okay, so momentum is about going forward, okay? And momentum is about making progress and momentum is something we start and we build on that momentum so we build up until we achieve the goal that we want to achieve so to build momentum means to keep adding something to progress and to help you okay so a new business will start off very slowly perhaps because they have to get established they have to get people to understand where they are they have to get people to understand what they're selling. 
they have to get people to know all about them. So they go through a process of advertising online, they have some promotional work, they contact people who know them, they spend a bit of time building up a profile of the business. And this is all about building up momentum so that someday soon, yeah, business will start to flow, inquiries will come in, real uh, hard opportunities to sell their services, to build momentum. Your football team starts off slowly. My team always starts off slowly. But if your football team starts off slowly, they win one game, they lose one game, they draw one game, they win one game. So they're moving, but not dramatically. And then after a few weeks, they start getting better performances. They win two games, they draw one. They win two games, they draw one. They win three games, and now suddenly they're rising and climbing up that league table. So we can say, yeah, this is really a strong team, a strong outfit. They're really building momentum. They're, they've got like a bit of an engine behind them, like a train. So they're, they're going to be hard to stop now because they're building momentum. And when you build up that momentum, yeah, you achieve what you want to achieve. Okay, so hopefully you've understood those explanations of talking about challenges. Let me give them to you one more time. To take the plunge, to raise the bar, no end in sight, a setback, to put obstacles in the way, teething problems, to hit rock bottom, to map out, on the right track, and finally to build momentum. Okay, so when you have a challenge and you have a difficulty, you have a problem, you can look at these and see, am I ready to take the plunge? Do I see an end in sight? Will I have a setback? Will I have to wait until I hit rock bottom? Am I finally going to be on the right track? And yeah, I think I'm building momentum. Okay, good. Well, hopefully you enjoyed our particular podcast. And as always, if you want to contact me, well, then you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com Very happy to hear from you. Very happy to hear your recommendations or requests, whatever you have. And if you have any friends out there who want to join us, well, please give them the details. As always, thanks for listening. Join me again soon.